obtained through word of mouth is about 20 to 30 percent. But for a lot of organizations, such as Chick-fil-A, USAA, Harley-Davidson, you'll find it's as high as 70 percent. So the customer experience leading to positive word of mouth will make the marketing guy's job much, much easier, but they seldom really understand that. And if the question is asked, how important is word of mouth, the answer will come back, very important. Then you say, okay, have we measured it? Have we managed it? Well, we haven't really measured it. My service operation is the place where we can manage it. So all of a sudden, you can then build a compelling logic to get both finance and marketing to really start thinking about making the appropriate investments in customer service. What are some of the most common causes of customer problems? This is an area where our book challenges conventional wisdom because in almost every organization, the assumption is if you have a dissatisfied customer, it's because Mary Lou, that frontline rep, must have done something wrong. And if we can identify who she is and have a public hanging, life will then be beautiful. (laughs) We disagree with that completely. We think that 98% of employees come to work desperately wanting to do a good job. And in most cases, when you have a dissatisfied customer, it is because Mary Lou has told the customer exactly what management told her to tell him, but that just doesn't make the customer happy. That's not her fault. That's management's fault. The primary causes of customer dissatisfaction are either products that have unpleasant surprises built in, processes that on their face alienate the customer, or marketing setting incorrect expectations that then aren't going to be fulfilled by the product and the process. Those three areas contribute to probably 60% of dissatisfaction. Another 20 or 30% of dissatisfaction is caused by customers doing strange things or having wildly incorrect expectations. One of my favorite is we were working with a well-known liquid bleach company. They would not get a complaint, but a helpful suggestion once a month from customers saying, why don't you make your bleach taste better? The specific suggestion was cherry-flavored. Now, people brush their teeth with this liquid bleach, and it does whiten your teeth. It also whitens your esophagus, and I don't (laughs) want it does for your breath. The basic point is customers do dumb things with products, and it's to the point where Sharp Electronics now says when all else fails, try reading the directions. Okay. Most companies still say, well, look, if the customer's an idiot or did something stupid, it's not my problem. It is their problem because they get blamed for it, plus they have to clean up the mess. The bottom line is, yes, on occasion, employees with a bad attitude will cause a problem, but that's probably no more than 10 to 20% of the causes of dissatisfaction. Most of it is broken processes, incorrectly designed products, marketing misleads, and then customers that do really strange things and fail to read the directions. Of course. When I give speeches, I ask the audience, how many of you have read your automobile owner's manual cover to cover? Invariably, one hand goes up. No one reads the directions, and there is an assumption that no one reads the directions, but you over-design the products to where the complexity requires all kinds of additional customer support. And in fact, at one of the well-known high-end automobile companies, their head of customer experience had to set up a separate call center for GPS and another separate call center to support Bluetooth She then went back and told the engineers, no more technology until it's intuitive because we're having to provide all this incremental support. Interesting. I'm just flashing on when the family got a Dell computer some time ago. The first thing you saw when you opened your box was this big poster-sized 
very graphical instruction thing about how to connect the pieces. That's actually a very good segue into how one can prevent customer problems. The quick start chart that says, we know you're not going to read the manual, so here's the three things you need to do to get started. What we call the preemptive educational strike works extremely well. You can save the customer from getting into trouble that way. And one of my favorite examples is Armstrong Industries, who won the Baldridge Award a while back, and they manufacture Solarian and Noax floor. What we found was no one ever read the care directions. So you'd get your new kitchen floor installed, and the first thing you would do would be to take Ajax and abrasive powder and clean the floor. <laughs> you would then ruin the surface, abrogate the warranty, you go away angry, and Armstrong loses the $12,000 that the average American spends on floor coverings because you'll never buy Armstrong again. Right. So what they did was print an 800 number on the top side of the floor in black every three feet.